beautiful, you are listening to episode 99 of the Africana Woman podcast. Chulu is my name. I'm a writer, personal brand consultant, entrepreneur, and mentor. This show is the home of African women's stories. We share ideas, triumphs, challenges, and lessons from our perspective as women. Our library is a step to cementing our place in history. Her story, your story, is powerful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to all the new listeners and welcome back, sis. Click the subscribe button to make sure you are always first to know when a new episode drops. I was going to say tell at least one girlfriend about the Africana Woman podcast, but today, I don't know. I'm a bit shy. (laughs) I rarely do these um, solo episodes, so it's kind of, it always makes me nervous. And yeah, so one of the things that I always do for the podcast is I write a script, but today I'm freestyling. I'm not sure what's going to come through, but I hope you stay with me to the end. So on the 24th of September, don't know when you're listening to this, 24th of September, 2023, we are celebrating 100 episodes of the Africana Woman podcast. This is a podcast that started in 2020. So that was 1st September, 2020. So a good two years ago, we are now at 100 episodes. We have two APVA nominations, one for um, society and culture. I always get them wrong, though. (laughs) One for, um, and then the other is for advocacy and social change. There is so much that has happened in the podcast. And I think even when you listen to it from the beginning, you can see how it has evolved. Um, I guess how I've grown. I think I probably sound different from the beginning. Because, you know, when you start, you're kind of like, okay, how am I supposed to start? Like, am I supposed to sound professional? Like, (laughs) how is this supposed to go? And you kind of just trying to find your feet, you know, and... I think just seeing the evolution of two years has also been an evolution for me as an individual. You know, I have been witness to these women's stories and um, I think there's no way that you can listen to all these stories and stay the same, you know? When I started the podcast, I was, it was a challenge. (laughs) I was doing a, um, I was doing a mastermind and I was doing a program and, um, our coach that is Patrice Washington. And I'm sure you've, you should go back and listen to the episode 98. You know, she challenged us to use our voices and use our stories to make an impact in the world, you know? Um, so basically that's where it's really started from, where it stemmed from. And the good thing about it is, I guess, you know, when you're challenged to do something, you kind of do it not really knowing where it's going to go, you know? 
but it's something that I fell in love with so deeply and I'm so grateful for all that it has um, brought me and brought me through. So, again, if you're an OG listener, you know this, that um, January 2022, I had left my formal employment and decided to go full in in Africana Woman and just, you know, betting on myself, depending on on me as an individual, right? And um, I moved to our family home, which is in um, central Zambia. It's like smack in the middle in a little town called Kabwe. And I decided to set up shop here. So it has, <laughs> that alone, I guess it's now been nine months, has been an it's been a miracle <laughs> to think that, wow, I am still here, that I am still, that I am still doing the podcast, that I can still smile and laugh and find joy in the little things. It's just a simple miracle. I know when people <laughs> were looking at me and I was saying that I was leaving, they, th- they thought, oh my God, this girl is absolutely insane um you know i had a good job in terms of um you know good pay and all of that but it just wasn't fulfilling and and when when it's time to move on it's time to move on right and for for many people they just don't they can't fathom moving away from perceived security and finding another path. Now, I, I I recently wrote an article about this and I was speaking about how, um, you know, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, it's not something that is for everybody and it's not something that I would advise everybody to do. <laughs> I mean, a while back, yes, I thought, you know what? Entrepreneurship is the way to go. Why don't people do this? It just makes sense. It makes sense because that's the path for me. That's what comes naturally for me, right? But it's not for everybody, and I can see that. But at the same time, I just want to really talk about the messy middle because a lot of times... You know, we hear the glamorous stories about entrepreneurship. We hear about how, um, you know, oh, be your own boss. Oh, um, you know, work three days a week, like manage your own time, go on vacations all the time. You know, there's all of this narrative out there that's just talking about, you know, how it's like fantasizing entrepreneurship. But the truth is, for me, that I want to share with you today is that there is a messy middle. And the messy middle is really understanding that there are going to be challenging moments and there are going to be moments where you will be tested as a person and an individual 
to really see if this is something that you really, 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 really want to do? Is it something that you will fight for, that you will hold on to so tight, whether there's like a, a tornado <laughs> trying to break your grip from it? Like, how bad do you want this? You will be tested. So there is a messy middle. And trust me, the last nine months, as much as we have had amazing high of highs, they have also been low of lows, <laughs> low of low of lows, if I'm just going to be very vulnerable here. So we... I'm a single mother. Um, I have a son who is in grade nine um, here in Zambia. So I'm the sole, you know, provider for this child. And the thought of moving him, um, well, leaving, you know, my my job and moving. Um, back to Kabwe and just being like, okay, are we going to have stability? <sighs> you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what to ex what was going to happen. But I decided that, you know, this was something that I was going to do anyway. So this year, um, from January to now, that's like nine months, um, you know, having to establish the business, start, you know, building relationships, start building up on, um, you know, growing the business and things like that. The income hasn't been stable. It just hasn't, like it comes, it comes and then, you know, um, it fluctuates. Sometimes it's dry, sometimes it's not. And what that has resulted in is me not being able to keep up with school fees. So if you're listening from outside of the country, <laughs> um, I know like if you're in, let's say, a Western country, you know, you have your free schools and all of that. But here in Zambia, we, well, I guess it changed recently, but anyway. But the the good schools, um, you know, the private schools, you, you are paying something. And he's at a very good school. He's enrolled in a very good school. And, um, I just haven't been able to keep up with the school fees and that has resulted in, you know, him missing periods of school and it's been hard. It's been a challenge. The other thing that has happened <laughs> now, guys, I want to be very, um, careful about the way I'm telling the story because I just want you to understand the messy middle. It's not, um, it's not a, a like a, what you call it? Like a boohoo. Oh, woe is me type of story. But it, these are just things that are happening. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, I think it was around April, my, uh, a, a bus hit into my, the rear end of my car and really my car is, you know, the way I get around and it's just one of those so inconvenient things. And I was like, okay, great. Uh, you know, we, we did the whole thing, went to the police and then they have insurance, but now 
the insurance is not being helpful with making sure that this claim is paid. So basically, I still don't have a car. (laughs) So that happened. And then, oh, my laptop, which, you know, I have a mobile office and it has just been slowly but surely deteriorating. And last week, the charger snapped. Guys, snapped. And I'm thinking, that's my office. That's my life. (laughs) How am I supposed to do business if this charger snaps? Because like, you know, okay, I call it a laptop, but basically it's a desktop because now it can only work when it's on the charger. So that was the first stage. Like the the battery declined. I've been trying to get um, a new one um, here in Zambia, but then the iShop is like, oh, we don't do those parts. Um, and I'm like, okay, great. Oh, that was, and that's another thing with my car. Oh, we don't do those parts. Like, you know what, guys? Anyway, so for, so the, it, it turned from being a laptop to a desktop. <laughs> and then now the thing that gives it power snaps. Oh my God. (laughs) And despite all of these challenges and things that are happening in my life, I, I don't think that I'd want to go back. I do believe in my heart of hearts that Africana woman is the thing that I was purposed to do. It is my legacy and it is something that is so, so much bigger than me. I would love for us to look back some years from now and look back at this episode and say, do you remember when you didn't have a laptop? Do you remember when your car was like you didn't have a car? Uh, Do you remember when... You know, you couldn't um, pay for school fees, but look at you now. Look at you now. And I just want to put it out there that it's not always going to be rosy. It's not always going to be smooth sailing. But I believe that... I am being made stronger. My heart and my res- my heart, I don't want to say resilience, but I my mind, my heart, my passion, all of it is being made stronger in these trying moments because I know that the higher that I go, there's going to be a higher devil, y'all. <laughs> there will be bigger problems, higher problems, okay? So... I have to be able to handle that. And if I cannot handle things right now at this level, then really am I going to be able, well, I I, I will be crushed. I'll be crumbled if I was put into a higher level and situation, you know? So the thing that I live by, and I know you have heard 
it's said over and over and over again on this podcast, is NO, right? And NO is an acronym for knowledge, nourishment, operating obedience, and weakness. So this is something that I go back to over and over again to ground me and help me stay focused in what I do and to keep showing up every week to give you podcasts. This is what I do. So when I looked at no, my no, my knowledge Knowledge is really about knowing who you are and whose you are. And this is actually a journey that I started on um, probably in 2019, I guess. (laughs) Um, And it actually makes me a bit nervous to talk about, to be honest, because I embarked on this journey of really understanding who am I? Whose am I? What does that actually mean? You know? And what it meant for me was that I actually um, decided to step away from the church. Now, Zambia is, um, my country, Zambia, is is declared a Christian nation by law, right? So... You know, a whole lot of people are Christians um, in this country. Um, But of course, there are other people with other religions and whatnot. So I was born, um, I can say I was born, but anyway, I was born into the the Catholic faith. And I, you know, I I, uh, was baptized and I went through all the motions But I guess in 2019, I decided that I wanted to be able to really understand who God was and who God was to me and understand and really just nurture that relationship. And what that meant for me was that I didn't want to have outside, um, what's the word? I didn't want to have um, other people telling me who God was to me. So that's why I decided that I was going to step away from the church and, you know, read the Bible for myself, understand what it means, um, begin to understand and distinguish, you know, the voices of God and of the Spirit and, you know, it's very interesting. And what I have come to conclude after, I guess, three years now, is it? Yeah, after three years, is that I'm not a Christian. And that is something that is so... Ooh, it's crazy! It's crazy to be able to say that um, in a Christian nation. But I simply do not believe in Christ. 
in Jesus Christ. It's not that I don't believe that he lived. No, I, I do believe that historically he did live. But I just don't believe in him. What I do believe is that there is one God. There is a God that is the creator, that is the all-knowing, all-loving being. You see, when I, I remember, um, if you're not aware, if you're not uh, informed, but, you know, some, I guess it was in 2011, I found myself um, in a situation where I was being raped, right, um, by two men, and they had me pinned down on the ground, um, you know, with a knife to my neck. And in that moment, the person that I, well, who I cried out to was God. I didn't say Jesus or, you know, I cried out to God and I said, God, I don't know if I'm going to survive this. It's only you who can get me through. And over and over and over again, I can think of moments in my life where I have really just leaned into God and wanting that direct contact with him, direct relationship with him. For me, Jesus doesn't really resonate because it's like I believe in the one God. I don't believe in three. I don't believe that I have to go through a man to get to God, but God is in me. I can have access to him directly. I can pray to him and he hears me. I can speak to him every single day and he's always with me in everything. So that's what I believe. And I know this is going, this is not going to be popular. And I don't know. I'm, I might be canceled by some people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been something that I've had to really um, wrestle with, I guess, because you know how it is. Um, everybody's like, oh, go to church every weekend. It's like, did you go to church? And I'm like, no, I didn't. So, I mean, it was great during um, this whole um, pandemic where, you know, Nobody was going to church. And I was like, yeah, I'm social distancing. But now I can no longer say that. And I really just have to come face to face with the fact that, you know, I am not a Christian. But I, but I believe in a God who absolutely loves me, who is always there for me, who hears me, who supports me and just loves me unconditionally. He wants to know everything about me. And he wants the best for me. So knowing that knowledge, that is where 
I am of who God is. And because I know that God loves me unconditionally, I know that I can always turn to him no matter what. There are times that I feel alone. Like, you know, there's no one around. There's no one around me to support me or um, there's no one physically around. But the truth is, I'm never alone because God is always there. And even in these trying moments, yes, I would love for this cup to be taken away, (laughs) to use um, that kind of reference. But I believe that it is in the fire, in this fire, that I'm being molded and just made to be something stronger, something more brilliant and dazzling when I come out on the other side. (sighs) When I look at, you know, my nourishment, I think, you know, when you look at my physical body, you guys know that I'm a vegetarian, (laughs) And I'm very particular about, you know, what I um, I nourish myself with. I love to eat a rainbow. I always say that. When you look at my mind, I am very, very particular about the things that I expose myself to. I have not watched news in, I guess, three years. Yes, it's been a, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. I mean, I when I hear news, it's probably from like a WhatsApp group, and I'm like, wait, wait, what's happening? Explain. <laughs> but I, I can't even explain the amount of peace that I have from just not having to deal with all of the fear mongering that goes on in there. It's like they just want you to be fearful. It does not make sense to me. So, you know, I'm very, very particular about the things that I listen to. Um, you know, the I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I, I also um, love, love, love music because I feel that music is that it's a way for me to move energy in my body. Um because, you know, when you're feeling, let's say, a certain way, you can make yourself feel higher and, um, yeah, vibrate at a higher frequency through music. So I absolutely love music. And I'm also very particular about the type of music I listen to. I, you know, the things that I read, I love reading. Uh, I'm also very particular. And uh, I hope, you know, you're in our book club because that's also quite interesting. And... In as much as it's it's been interesting actually um, over these last few years, I I have listened to different types, different um, leaders, preachers, sermons, and thought leaders, and 
there there's definitely been an evolution because I feel like you know when you grow up in an institution, for example, like um, the Catholic institution, where they tell you that only men can be, um, you know, can be the leaders of the church. It's so hard to be able to accept um, leadership from a woman and not just in the church, but outside of that and leadership of yourself as well. I, I mean, I'm a woman, you know? So does that mean that I am not trustworthy? Am I not um, good enough to to do amazing things in this world, you know? Like it, it trickles down some of the things that we're told and made to believe. So, you know, when I was exploring and just listening and learning, I would, you know, I started listening to like people like Lisa Bevere and... Um, oh my goodness, her name has just gone out the window, <laughs> just when I need it, to Sarah Jakes Roberts, I know I always get it wrong, um, and I won't even lie, at the beginning it was uncomfortable to, to listen to them like, oh, do they really hear <laughs> the word of God, you know what I mean, are they really, um, should they really be teaching and being pastors and all of that? But I think the evolution has really just taught me that every single person has an individual relationship with God because God is in everybody and there is no such thing as only men can lead, you know? And that's, I guess, another knowing that I have in my heart to know that I am capable of being so, so much more. I am worthy of being a leader and of achieving and living a life that I desire. And I think, well, I guess, yeah, we are talking about, you know, how I nourish my spirit, right? So... Oh my gosh, she's not a Christian. But I still believe in prayer. Like I said, I believe in God. And when you have a relationship with God, it's about, you know, having a conversation. And prayer is that conversation. Meditation is listening. So listening to what his response is. Listening and being able to just be still. And hear and listen and just take in what he has to say. And I know I'm saying he right now, but the truth is I believe that he may not even be right, right? Um, because I am made in the image of God and I am female, so... Mm, yeah, <laughs> but I believe that, you know, it's so important to always be connecting to God and to, to the spirit, because I do believe that the spirit was, is there to guide us. And 
that really just keeps me going, keeps me sane. Because <laughs> trust me, in this entrepreneurship game and in this um, this thing of just living a life for yourself, you know, there are moments where you, you doubt yourself. But when you can go back and just soak in in the strength of God and his assurance, there's just something so um, beautiful about that, you know? I also love to spend time in nature. Um, I'm very fortunate to live in a beautiful garden, absolutely gorgeous. And this garden, you know, I every day I just see something wondrous, whether... It's, um, you know, like we, we have sprinklers and, um, afterwards it leaves like a puddle of water around certain sprinkles, sprinklers. And you just see all of these birds come because now there's like a bird bath and they're having like a whole party up in there. (laughs) It's watching nature grow. That's something that was so tiny yesterday and then today, the next day, it's just, it's grown, it's bigger. And it's like, wow, wait, how did that happen? <laughs> Which is actually funny. And this is, um, my son was telling me how, um, you know, with vegetarians or vegans, you know, we say, oh, you know, how can you take an animal's life? And he's like, well, a plant is, al- is alive <laughs> and you're taking its life. And I was like, well, you know what? You got a point there. <laughs> You got a point. Um, yeah, and it's it's just seeing, it's being able to see and witness such little moments of 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 joy and miracles that just makes life so much more um, prettier, I guess. And I guess when it comes to operating in obedience. Um, <laughs> One of the things that um, I was instructed to do was to leave my previous work, right? I was instructed. And I, I, I told them, okay, I'm leaving. And then they came back and said, oh, well, can you stay for just a bit longer because of X, Y, Z? And I said, yeah, I'm going to stay. And God was like, hello, I told you to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being quite painful. Um, I didn't stay, but just even the process of, you know, trying to negotiate what the terms would be like to stay. But uh, yeah. So I know that, um, you know, my instructions have been to to work on Africana Woman. And even this year, I got distracted, shiny object syndrome, and that didn't work out well. And he's like, yep, I gave you an instruction. <laughs> work on Africana Woman. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's do this. I'm focused now. <laughs> and... Again, you know, operating in obedience is about really making sure that you're tapped into God and really hearing from him. Like I said that, you know, 
I have a, a practice of prayer and meditation to be able to hear because if you are not making that time to hear, then how will you know the instruction? And then how will you know what you need to be obedient about? So it's so important for me um, to make sure that I, I stay connected and I stay tuned. <sighs> so I think more recently... Um, what I've come to um, realize is that I conventional <laughs> is it's not for me. It's not for me. And, you know, I have really, like I said, I've tried to keep my son in um, the, the school that he's in. And, the truth is I've kind of just been sitting on the fence with making, sh with um, wanting to put him into um, homeschooling. And I've been sitting on the fence, but I think now it's really just come to a head and just said, listen, this fence sitting situation is not it. You need to, I'm going like, I'm making this, the, I'm making the decision for you <laughs> type of situation. Anyway, so I finally just come to accept that, okay, this is where we're going. Because um, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I, um, one of the things that I um, aspire to do is to become a, a digital nomad. And let's face it, I can't be a digital nomad if my son is in school. So the time is right that we need to get him into homeschooling. And for me, homeschooling is, you know, I think one of the things that I was thinking about is just like, or really um, struggling and wrestling with is, you know, am I ruining his life by putting him in homeschooling? <laughs> um, there's also the, the social aspect but when, you know, when, when I really think about it, I feel like the life that we're creating is one where he can have amazing experiences, like firsthand experiences, the things that we learn in the classroom and then never actually see. I remember um, we went on a trip to Samfia um, and, you know, we were driving through because I, um, I did geography in my <laughs> in secondary and, you know, you know, we're driving through places like, um, Bangweolu swamps and, um, to be able to see the beach and da -da, it's, it just makes so much more of a difference when you actually see the things that you, you learn in a book, you know what I mean? And I feel that there is a much more richer experience that he can have in terms of um, education. Um, but I just need to commit. And that's what I wasn't, I haven't been doing. <laughs> I hadn't committed, but now I am committed. And I guess um, I am going to ask you to hold me accountable. <laughs> and let's see how this journey goes. Um 
and we'll see yeah we'll see how it goes it's something new it's something that i'm a bit afraid of but um that's that's where we're going because really and truly if i'm going to be that um if i'm going to be that digital nomad then yeah we need to be mobile <laughs> yeah so in as much as um you know i've been establishing like the business and just growing um growing the brand and all of that kind of stuff you know i have i'm just so blessed that i i get to work with such amazing people such amazing women and i'm i'm very very um very very mindful of the fact that you know there is provision like we have a roof over our head there's power there's internet that i can reach you there's internet there's um we've got food all of these things are provided it's just that um we're just not fluent you know what i mean like i can pay the workers all of this kind of stuff like it's just that i'm just not fluent that's all it is and um it's a period and trust me i have been homeless i have um been through really really hard situations and um i think people looking in are kind of like oh my god why don't you just go back <laughs> why don't you just go back and find a job or you know but i feel like each time i keep dabbling with um this job situation my hand gets slapped like listen <laughs> you better listen <laughs> and uh it's not even slapped i feel like uh, i touch fire or something anyway um and then weakness weakness for me is about um reframing how what failure is right a lot of times we fear failure we we are afraid of failure can you imagine fear of failure fear of fear um and the truth is failure is not a bad thing it's not something we should be avoiding because it's always it's inevitable it sh- it's it happens it's going to happen and really failure is about learning how you can grow how you can be better weakness is also about understanding that you know i am not <laughs> i am just a speck in this universe and i'm not in control of anything really and truly i'm not god is you know and there's so many times that we want to be in control that we want to we think we are in control like you know we always pushing like i got my goals i got my this and that and i'm going to make it and but the truth is nope it's actually god who's in control and there are times that we really need to lean into just letting go and let god let him be supernatural 
Let him be God in your life. Over these last nine months, the lesson that I have been learning is trust in God. Obviously, I came from a space where I was like, you know, especially as a single mother, I'm always like, ah, I have to do things. I have to push, 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 you know. <sighs> but you, <laughs> ah, my God has been teaching me that, listen, you need to trust me. You need to trust me that I will make it okay. Because, you know, we're always trying to figure out the how. Like, you know, always how, 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 how. Like, I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to do it that way. And it should be, I should get it this way. But God is saying, no. There are other ways that I can give you the things that you desire, you know. I mean, even if I look at, um, for example, the the 100th episode celebration, there's some things which are just not in place right now. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, ah! Um, but at the end of the day, God is like, listen, trust. I got you. And I will get it to you. But I want to be like, no, when that one pays, then that can be done. And then you know, what it is like, well, I'm going to send somebody to give that to you. We have no control of the how. So I've just been, I have been in a season where I'm, I'm learning to really trust, to let go and let God. Let go and let God and just trust. Trust that he's always got my back because I feel like until I can learn this lesson, then I can move on to the next step, you know? The things we find, sometimes we find ourselves trapped in a loop. We're just going, it's the same thing happening over and over again. Is it, are you dating the same guy, you know? Are you finding the same job and it's just like always a crazy situation are you you know it's always like the same situation happening over and over again that's because you're not learning a lesson like god is trying to teach you a lesson so learn that lesson and then you can graduate and move on to the next lesson <laughs> so for me the lesson that i have really been um that I've really been learning and uh, leaning into is trust. So sure, I may not have cash, like fluid money, you know, but there's always provision. There's always provision. The final thing I'll say about weakness is knowing that, you know, you're never alone. Of course, you've got God. But he also desires community for you. Yeah. And if you're someone like me, that strong friend, that person that, um, you know, is always tough, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's very hard to say, okay, let me, let me, um, let me get help from friends. 
It's tough. It's tough to even ask. It's tough to share. And another lesson that I have really been learning is to be able to to share with my friends. This is what's going on. To be able to ask for help. That's a hard thing to do. I know my strong friends out there, like, you know, I know you. I am you. (laughs) I need help. I need help. Just saying those words is just like, it's like it gets stuck in your throat and you're like, will they think I'm weaker? Will they think I'm a bad parent? Will they judge me? Like, will they still respect me? You know? But the truth is, you cannot do life alone. And um, when it comes to relationships, it's a give and take. Sure, it's nice to always be giving. Like, you know, you, and, and if you're that person that you always want to be giving, that's really about you trying to be in control, you trying to exert a certain amount of power on other people. The truth is you also have to let your people give to you. It's an exchange. It's a back and forth. And that is how no has been playing out in my life <laughs> over the last nine months. So certainly an interesting journey. Certainly um, I feel that, you know, with this hundredth episode moving forward, I'm stepping into a new season So many um, in so many fronts of my life. And I don't know where it's going to take me. I'm excited. I like adventure. <laughs> um, but I am. I'm. I'm. I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for the people that I have in my life. I'm. I'm grateful for um, the women in Africana women, because for me it's not even like oh these are you know just numbers in a business or whatever. No, like. I really, 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 really do love you guys. Like you're my friends. I love spending time with you. I love, I just love you. Like this week I've been um, talking to um, different women who, you know, who are part of Africana Women in different facets. And, you know, they've got these beautiful businesses. We've been doing giveaways on um, Instagram. Ah, girl, it's just been so emotional because... You know, we met maybe two years ago or whatever it is. And, you know, I've just, I, I like, it just occurred to me, like, how many relationships that I've built and, and, and just how many amazing, strong, like, 
even soft <laughs> women that I am surrounded by. And it's just, I was just like every day. I think the first one I did with Yuna, we were crying up in there. And I was like, girl, you cannot be crying on these streets, on these internet streets. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was just that realization of saying, wow, I absolutely love, 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 love every single one of you. And there's no, you're not a number. That's, you're not a number. That's it, you know? So, I guess to a new season, to a new journey. Um, yeah, so uh, on Saturday, 24th September, we are celebrating with a live show. If you are coming for the live show, I'm so excited to see you. I am excited to hug you and just laugh and celebrate and smile with you. Like, it'll be amazing. Like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm so excited for that. Uh, I can't wait to see you. So... Quick fact, 80% of the listeners of the Africana Woman with Chulu podcast don't live in Zambia. <laughs> so we have to include you in the party. We are having an online party at the same time. So if you want to join us for the 100th episode celebration, you can. There's going to be a party. Listen, we are starting with mimosas. You need to come ready. <laughs> you should be dressed up. Come with your favorite juice. I don't know which one it is. Um, come with your favorite juice, your snacks, and dressed up dress for the night what do they say dress by the nights, whatever but you know it's going to be a fun time your host online is Muma Sinkala um our host in person is the amazing Amanda Kalibwe um and it's just going to be such a beautiful time so if you um want to participate whether you're participating virtually or you're participating um or you want to come in person, that is absolutely still possible. So all you need to do is get in contact with me. You can reach me by email, africanawoman at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram. You can um, send me a message on WhatsApp because I know, you know, you're either in the, in, um, in like one of the groups, you know, so let's party. Let's have a good time. It's going to be such a fabulous time and I'm so excited. Okay. That's my public announcement. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is where we end episode 99. <laughs> the next one is 100. Wow. How amazing is that? <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. And um, again, you know, my playground is Instagram. So catch me at Chulu by Design. Yeah. And let's see where this goes from here.